Hey, episode 183. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. We are done. This is it. This is the last episode. I'm lying. We're addicted at this point. Oh, yeah. It, it's past us, like, doing this because it's fun. It's just an addiction. Like, it's it like, already feels weird when we don't do an episode a week. I'm like, this week felt weird. Like, we gotta keep doing it every week just because, like, we've been doing it every week for uh, we, we, over three we years. The, we passed the threshold of it being, like, well, you know, like, are we done it enough? Now it's like we've done so much that it'd be a waste if we stopped. So, we gotta just keep going. Yeah, I was watching. I was watching some story of this streamer. I know he, th- this girl was streaming for like four years until, and she's only getting like a hundred viewers a month or something like that for about like three years of them. It's it just gotta take time. I seen a thing with Juice World a year before he blew up. He was having forty people on live. All right, Pete. It just it just take it just take that one controversy, one clip. I got us. Just give me give me some time. I mean, the thing that sucks is that we really do have the best show. Like, we're like literally our analysis and like vision of the game is literally better than everybody. And and consistently, the things we say are being vindicated. Consistently, topics uh, from women's sports way back in the day when we had one of my favorite points of all time is what we said in the show is that they're not they shouldn't just be paid equal to men. They should be paid more, which is a gangster thing to say of all time. From from Lacazette to to talking about the World Cup coverage to every we've done it all, Doug. We've really done it all. To, to the, you um, calling out Suarez being an old man two years ago, I keep I watched that video two times. I retweeted it on Bien of what hit of the of the Suarez cam running around like an eighty six year old out there. He went around like me on the field. Caesar, okay. For some reason, when you tweeted it, the video was gone, but I know what you were I exposed him twice. That's why. Like dog. I seen, like, okay, yeah, the thing with the uh, Sone from Tottenham, it's like, no, we said that so long ago. Yeah, long. <laughs> like, we even said it three years ago, dude. They said he's Ronaldo, the next Ronaldo, dead ass. Like, three years ago. Then, literally told, um, literally told Eric Krakauer that Liverpool do not, like, Klopp does not have tactics. He said, I'm crazy. Then literally show the evidence Klopp said it himself. <laughs> and then he don't want to... Klopp said WMI was right. Then, then, then literally, I, the dude said he going to listen to the episode, and then he never did. Cap ass fool. But um, anyway, episode 183, we made a podcast. We made a podcast.com at we made a podcast on all social media, Instagram and Twitter. We are there. Um... I've been trying to like reply to tweets and stuff, get some engagement, whatever. I, I, the, my problem is I think everybody's whack, so I'm just like, I guess. Yeah, Lord. and also like the soccer world culture is annoying, so. Like, and they're literally all fans. But um, we're going to talk about last day. We're going to talk about the Champions League and the some of the Europa League draws that happen. Draws, not draws. Um, draws. Uh, talk a little bit about the recent matches with Real Madrid, Barcelona, PSG. Talk about Neymar's injury. I want to talk about the um, how COVID infections have impacted players. Um, and uh, that what I don't know. You probably I don't know if you remember what we had talked about um, that sex abuse scandal in Canada um, last year. 
the coach that was involved with that has been charged. So we'll talk about that. And we'll talk about some ooh rumors. But anyway, what's today? The 16th of December. In exactly two months, we'll be having the round of 16 of Champions League. I mean, literally, like, this was the most rigged Champions League draw ever. They literally were like, we're trying to get every good team <laughs> in the quarterfinals and then give people PSG versus Barcelona because that's what everybody wants to see. <laughs> the worst, like, the worst round of 16 ever. We got RB Leipzig versus Liverpool, Sevilla versus Dortmund, Atleti versus Chelsea, Real Madrid versus Atalanta, Maybe the worst one is Lazio versus Bayern. <laughs> Porto versus Juve. <laughs> City versus Borussia Mönchengladbach. That that might even be worth it, actually. Then the um, the only like real kind of like exciting matchup is PSG versus Barcelona. This is a rough rough street. Um, I mean, I do want to watch Dortmund versus Sevilla. Um, Caesar, stop it! Can you stop? I want to watch them. Um, Caesar, don't I do that. This is going to be that they go. Bayern Lazio is really rough. What is that about? What kind of slaughtering are you putting up? But I mean, it's round of sixteen. Whatever, it's the beginning. It's, it's yeah, always like this because it's always no, going to be not always like this. Yeah, it's, it's different. The different the the ping pong balls roll differently for top of the group and second of the group. I wish they didn't do a draw. I wish they just went bracket style all all the way. What do you mean? Like, I wish they went bracket style where second place faces first place from this group, that kind of thing, like the World Cup does. Why do they have another drawer? I mean, I don't know. Like, what I, mean, I, I like, like to say, you, you, you uh, champ, uh, not Champions League, um, uh, the, what's it called? What's the Europe one called? I can't think right now. I'm tired. Europa? They're not Europa League, but the, what's the Euro- European Cup called? Euros? Euros. The Euros is, is the bracket style. The World Cup is bracket style. Why do these have to be in a ping pong ball format? I mean, I don't mind this. I think it's cool, but I know that. How's this, it rigged if it's ping pong balls? This one was capped. They can fake this. They can fake it. It's, it's in a machine, though. Caesar, they can fake it, though. What do you think? They, they, FIFA ain't been corrupted. UEFA ain't been corrupted. I mean, I don't know why. There's lists. There's some. I don't know how some of these rough teams made it through it. If some of these rough teams making it through is making it worse, to be honest. There's a lot of teams in here that don't usually be making it through. How many times in the past have we seen Atalanta's go through? And, and Atalanta went through last year. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, you have these teams. This wasn't. This is what Champions used to be. You used to have the, your Milans in there and then your Inter Milan. The Inter Milan finished last in Real Madrid's group. You would have uh, Byron. You'd have Leverkusen in there. You'd have, other, like, more, like, historic clubs. You got some uh, – some 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 interesting folks that slid through, especially Lazio, who I have my own beef with. But go ahead. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, all, like there's there the only. I mean, it's not like there's only small clubs being playing big clubs, not necessarily. But like all the matchups are just like there's nothing there. Like Sevilla played uh, BVB in Europa League final a few years ago. Bam! Look at the right side versus the left side. Like, what are you expecting? It's damn near split. But, Caesar, I'm just saying, like, we only got one matchup where it's like, okay, this one is, like, interesting. 
even if like if you had Juve versus Chelsea, or I mean Juve versus like Real Madrid or like something like you, and you want you want you, you want to destroy some teams early, goddamn! It's a round of sixteen. No, I just want to see some good. Like I just want to be interested in the match. <laughs> like everyone just wants to be a Bedorman. You're gonna watch Barcelona Paris, even though yeah. And and then PSG is injured, so who knows what the hell's gonna happen that game? Yeah, no, but um, I'm saying that, that's the only one where it's like you you be like, I'll, okay, I'll, like that, that sounds like pretty good. Yeah, but there's no intrigue though. You're, you're telling me, so, but we sound biased though. Why? Because we're not fans of either club. We don't care about Chelsea. Caesar, there's that, a big base that watches Atletico Madrid. A big base that watches Chelsea. True, but there's no intrigue between Atleti versus Chelsea. That's just another matchup. Oh, I think the intrigue with Chelsea is that like a young squad supposed to be pretty baller, so why not? This dude, Caesar, I don't know what's going on with this guy. I don't know if it's me. I'm or willing to agree with you that I don't like. I'm not trying to watch Juventus versus Porto for sure. I'm not trying to watch. I'm not even really trying to watch Man City versus Mooch and Gladbach. Like, eh, I'm good. No. I already watch enough Mooch and Gladbach in my life. Um, and Byron Lazio, I'll wait for the results. Even, but even I watch Chelsea. I'd go to watch that. I okay, watch, watch a, a PSG, Barca, Sevilla, Dortmund, and I'm always going to watch Real Madrid. There's there's okay, some matchups that you but, made the best of this poop you got. Okay, but Caesar, yeah, I'm gonna watch Real Madrid, but there's no intrigue though. It's not like oh wow, like not even. That's true. <laughs> I mean, I mean like Sevilla, Dortmund, like yeah, you might you might see some good football. Atleti Chelsea's gonna be like zero zero and zero one, like for sure. Like I mean, RB Leipzig versus Liverpool, that's actually like from a footballing standpoint, that's a good matchup. But like there's no intrigue. The only intrigue is PSG versus Barcelona. And I would imagine there'll be some other upset. But um at least we got PSG versus Barcelona. Like because that that's really all I wanted to see. I was like, oh, I was excited that Barcelona finished second. So um, they would maybe get PSG and PSG final. They, I mean, if they lose to Barcelona this year, I mean, even without Neymar, might be back by then. Um, No, he's not allowed to come back. He was crying. We'll we'll, we'll get back. We'll get into that in a second. He he was doing. Ah! We're gonna get into that later. (laughs) Don't see you're getting fired up trying to come at Brazilians all the time. He's but, a um, country. but anyway, Champions League's kind of whack. Um, even like the group stages were kind of whack, except for like two groups. But whatever. Um, we got a couple of Europa League um, matchups that might seem kind of might be kind of fun. Uh, Real Sociedad versus Man U, only because Real Sociedad is playing pretty good football. I guess they were top of La Liga until today. Um, and you always want to see like how Man U will fumble. Like Christian Ponder, Ponder. Um, we got Lille versus Ajax, which, like, yeah, that's not really like that crazy. But Lille's playing really good this season. I think they're top of league on right now. Um, they have a good team, and Ajax is historic. We got Arsenal playing Benfica. Um, Arsenal's been pretty bad, and I don't like everybody's talking about it. Like all these people are talking about. I'm like, yo, literally, they let their two best midfielders go out on loan. Like, of course they suck. Um, I haven't watched Benfica all season, obviously, but I'll never forget when Renato Sanchez was on there and um, they were playing a Portugal match in Benfica Stadium and some kid ran up to Renato Sanchez and not Ronaldo. Uh, 
also, um, I mean, this one's kind of whack, but only because it's uh, La Liga side versus Syria, Granada versus Napoli. Um, Rough. I mean, that sounds like one of these uh, Champions League matchups almost. That's not, no, it does not. It sounds <laughs> like the ICC tournament, preseason tournament. I don't know how the hell I, uh, Granada made it into uh, Europa. It's like, the, this, this, I can't. <laughs> literally, literally, it's not It's not right. It's against all all the rights in humanity. Also, R.I.P. Uh, Isaac's success, too. Oh, yeah. He went to – he was like one of them guys that goes to England and just disappears in the system. He went to Wolves and just fell hard on that system. Or no uh, – Watford? He went to the other one. Watford? Watford. He went to Watford. Is he still around? He was a baller, Granada. He was. He he, he come – he's not one of those guys you can just bring in randomly in games. You got to be playing, though. You got to get that Nigerian out there running around playing. He's a baller. He was a. I was like, damn, he might. He was like the reason why those games Real Madrid were just close at all. It was because of him. <laughs> he kind of reminded me like that effect that uh, um, that uh, Gelson Martins kind of had with like Sporting Lisbon, like you mm-hmm. know, like when he'd be on the field, it's like, yeah, you you have a way better team, but this guy just himself is so dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess he is still on Watford, but Watford's in the championship this season. Okay, well, if, Jesus Christ. Well, I, I don't know what these MLS because I throw all the money at Isaac's as MLS. Get that man over there scoring some goals. <laughs> well, you should be trying to ball out or something. Get some money, dog. He ain't been scoring goals lately, I'll tell you that. Um, <laughs> he didn't make appearances either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not many. Anyway, um, let's talk about some recent matches that have happened with some of these bigger teams. Real Madrid and Atletico Madrid did play the Madrid Derby, uh, Real Madrid won two zero. I did watch that match. Atletico Madrid was so bad. Um, Real Madrid was playing really like they're playing the football that they normally play. Um, I did do a Suarez tracker. He was terrible. And then you also saw that video of, like they were <laughs> did the camera on him. He was so bad. I put four bad bad plays on one good play, and then and none in the second half. He got seven seventy third minute. I think he was mad too. I'm like, like you're literally so bad. I don't know why they can't just admit it. Like, just admit it. He's washed. Just admit it. The dude on that video was like, oh yeah, you know, he's dangerous in the penalty box. I'm like, yeah, I said that two years ago. <laughs> yeah, and and like you know, he's not meant for the other life because we've seen him when he was like running around at a. On that camera, I'm like, dog, like, you look horrible. Like, like he made this run where he's all mad. I'm like, dog, you look weird. Like, like <laughs> you definitely had leg injuries. Like, your legs look crazy when you run. Like, it's gross looking. You know what else this proves to me? This is what this proves to me. Soccer training is fugazi. Like, you're telling me that these dudes run around? Like, absolutely not. Because and also, like, how, do you, how do you not see the guy running around and not cut him? That's what I'm saying. Like, obviously, if there was doing any kind of – because remember I told you before, this is a long time ago we talked about this. I was saying, like, um, like the team should play – like, the way to, like, really develop tactics is, like, you would actually play on the regular size field or something close to it. But I've never seen that. Like, I don't think that they train – in practice on a regular size field. It's always something smaller where they pass close and stuff like that. 
this proves it because if if Luis Suarez was playing on any kind of field that had space, he would have been exposed years ago. <laughs> they would have been like, "Whoa, dude!" Like it's obvious they're playing on some like twenty by twenty pitch where he can like do stuff. Like, what are they like? Like, is he just like responsible for being in shape enough, and then like in training you just gotta do some stuff? <laughs> I don't really know. I think it's just – it just makes no sense to me how that's somebody you can, like, do, like, actual physical training work with and then be like, oh, yeah, he's good to play. Or you can just watch even any remotely any film and be like, yeah, we should get that guy on our team for free. Yeah, he's just, he should start next match. might just be getting him just to sell some jerseys, to be honest. It's really crazy, dude. Um, just like I think more than, like, contribution. But he's playing a lot. He's playing a lot. All right, come I, on now, dog. I, I um I tweeted. Couldn't give him, Action Jackson that much time. Are they giving him the swords that time? Come on, no, he retired. I um I uh, tweeted. We made a Twitter. I was like, it's uh, like it's obvious that Diego Simeone has no pressure because he starts Luis Suarez. There's when you no, can, there's no pressure. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, like there's no pressure on you to actually achieve anything because he starts Luis Suarez. Yep. Um, then also uh, Real Madrid beat Athletic, uh, um, Athletic Club Bilbao 3-1. Um, it was kind of crazy because it was Real Madrid was up 1-0. Then Bilbao scored after a red card, I think. Then um, Benzema scored a brace after that. Benzema would be getting them headers, too. It was a nice one. I watched the game, too. It was a nice one. Yeah. I had to watch my fellow country play, so. This is true. Um Barcelona did beat uh, Real Sociedad today. Um, your boy Antoine Griezmann had two like uh, two ponytails coming down, like two braids. I don't know what's up with that dude. Oh, he missed a he like oh he had one of the worst like I don't like to call him a worst miss, but it was like embarrassing miss. <laughs> like I, I'm sure if you pull up the highlights right now, I'm sure they'll show it. Um, uh, it was in the first half too. Oh my God! The ball's like right there, and he just like ends up like I can't even explain how much he kicked it to the goalie. He kicked it sideways to the goalie, not front ways. <laughs> oh, I gotta see this. I'm sure they're gonna show it. Oh, Ray Hudson was going so hard too. He was like, man, he, he had to give him some props too. But he's like, yeah, I don't know what the hell. He didn't say that. <laughs> I'm excited for you to see this. Um, and then they also beat. What was it? First half? I'm, I'm pretty sure it was the first half. Yeah. But just, just they're, they're, nothing happened in the first half. Really. Well, there was a couple goals. Um, it'll be after Real Sociedad's goal, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. But yeah, I'm excited for you to see this. Let's fill up some time. Um, oh, let me share my screen. Oh yeah, you can do that. I forgot. Me too. Get us banned. Um, you I, okay, okay. okay, here we go. Kind of, kind of choppy. Wait, is that the first half? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's that goal. Okay, so I'm pretty sure this happened after that first goal. Okay. What are they doing? Can they chill? Jeez. 
Oh my god. Oh my god, how many angles? Like seriously, dude. Oh, it's not that serious. Oh my god. <laughs> that wasn't it. Um No, that's not it. That's not it. He hit the bar there. That was close. Maybe they didn't show it on here. What is this live score? What is this? Is this not um is this not um BN's yeah. one? No. BN does really bad highlights. That's true, but I feel like they'll show that. Um but wait, keep 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 oh. Um it's easier to don't press that uh, over button. It's the same highlight package. Um, wait a minute. Go back. Go back. No, it wasn't that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go forward. Go. Okay, this might be it. This might be it. Uh, be, be watching this on YouTube, people. No, that's the goal. Okay, skip. I, I don't know if they. It, it could have been the second half. Maybe, maybe I was wrong. Go. Go. Okay, you know what? It might be. It might be. Um, it might be. Uh, because I feel like they were going this way. Um. Okay, here, here it is. Is this one it? No, it's not this. Wait, wait, it is. No, wait. Oh, my God. Watch, 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 watch. This is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not really going to blame him for that, though. No, 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 no. Okay, no. Watch, 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 watch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, damn, he's playing defense right there. I'm not going to blame him for that, but that's hilarious. That's mad funny. He literally played defense on that one. Like, literally. He was literally like doing the, doing the opposite side of Vidal would do. Vidal would have headed it up to his home goal. He's like, I'm going to these goals from going in. Like, for sure. Uh, apologies if you're listening on Spotify. Um, okay. Well, Barcelona's still not playing well. They played kind of good in the first half, but they were it was whatever. You know what I like? I like that uh, Swedish dude they got on, on Sociedad. Isak, the big dude. Oh, the black dude. Yeah, yeah, he's good. He's he's actually good. good. What I like about him is he has like good feet. Yeah, he's he's solid. He's fast. He's good. Um, and he plays when like Corbin a real. Got center. him like two years ago. He was like a baby though. He's like sixteen or something or three years ago. He was garbage. I mean, he was sixteen. But look, he's kind of like they. He went to La Liga and I saw him go. I was like, that's gonna be a good move from like two years ago. I saw him this year. I was like, damn, he's getting pretty good out there. Yeah, I I remember when they played uh, Real Madrid. Like he's he's solid. He he can definitely. Um, like he'd be smart for some uh, EPL team to pick up. Maybe, yeah, maybe he's a uh, Man City might get him on the low. Another solid year at La Liga. He'll get some really good skills out of that. It'll be good for him. Yeah, no, nah, go ahead and leave. Oh, young, like he's he's nineteen, dude. Yeah, whatever. He's really real so see that. They ain't, they ain't nothing going. I remember I, one. Only reason I ever found out about it, some article was saying like the next Zlatan. I'm like, literally. Yeah. Because he's Swedish, like, is that how lazy we are, dude? Like, I'm down because in America they could even say the next Larson. Like, you had to say you had to say he's Latin. Like, at least drop a bar about a Swedish striker like Larson, but, but go off though. 
at least they did a cross-racial reference, so they never do that here. They don't. If they said um, Larson, I'd have been like, well, also, also no, because just because Larson had, like, dreads back in the day doesn't count. <laughs> um, okay, PSG, um, they beat, I think, Lorient today 2-0, but then um, the previous match they lost to Lyon 1-0, and Neymar did catch an injury. Caesar was already laughing at him for crying. Um, <laughs> what? I didn't like that. I felt bad for him. Okay, I so that sucked. go ahead, go ahead. I thought that sucked, and I thought I thought I had I had some different feelings about Thiago Mendes, but I'm gonna keep it to myself. Okay, well, I'm, I'm gonna I'm just gonna say what I thought about because I watched the entire match. Mm-hmm. Um, like we've talked about this before, and I'm gonna keep it a stack. You're the one that said Neymar has low football IQ. That was you, not me. Uh, and you stood on that square. <laughs> okay. Nice. Alienate me before your point. Go ahead, though. What before my point? Alienate me before your point. Go ahead, though. I'm just bringing up your statements. Thanks. Um, Talk about your statement, though. Thank you. Yeah, I'm getting there. Mm-hmm. There's this thing with Neymar where, like, when he starts to get in his zone – for whatever reason, he feels like he got to take more contact. Like, he just get in this thing where he's just letting people ride him, just holding the ball, and just, like, not necessarily initiating, but, like, not avoiding contact. And it was funny because there was a play early in the match with Leon, uh, with Leon's player Kataweri, and I want to say it was um, Danilo X Machina, but I can't remember. But it was the exact same situation as when Neymar got injured. The defender has the angle, and when as soon as he starts like going down, Kataweri, okay, like you got it, because like I, I can't, like you have the angle, I, I can't win the challenge. The only thing that's gonna happen is like either you're gonna get get the ball or you're gonna foul me. But, like, sometimes when somebody leaves their feet, you got to get out of the way. Like, you see that all the time. Like, when the, when the defender leaves their feet, a player jumps. Like, they don't just, like, stay there for, for the dude to just run into them. So, it was really, like, okay, so when I was watching BN after, they were going off on Thiago Mendes. They were acting like it was, like, some malicious foul. And I was like... Like, for me, it's not a malicious foul at all. And he also got the ball. But literally, like, five or ten minutes previous to that, Neymar actually had a malicious foul on, I think it was Disiglio. He just, like, Disiglio was, like, like uh, has no, uh, like, he's, he's I want to say defenseless, like, like it's like NFL. But, like, he's, like, defenseless. Neymar just pushed him into Anthony Lopez. <laughs> and so, and I think Neymar got a yellow card for that. But like watching Neymar all these years, and especially on PSG, all of his injuries—I don't say all of them—like these major injuries come from like dog. Why are you? You gotta avoid the contact. Like you gotta avoid it. Sometimes a player catch you, but that's a situation where you can avoid the contact. But anyway, go ahead. Um, I disagree with you on some things. Uh, 
I've agreed in the past about what Neymar does in terms of too much ball retention when he's in the zone. And I mean ball retention as in he tries to really keep possession even though he's getting bodied. He doesn't want to do, like, movement. He doesn't want to pass it, move it around. He, like, wants to eat that contact and draw fouls. It's just part of his game. He likes drawing fouls. It's what he likes doing, especially if you're close to 18 because he likes taking free kicks. They like it. So he likes being in that area. Um, that, that was smart from 18. It was the well, whatever. Like he likes to just draw contact and get yellow cards on defenders because, I mean, it's always a great strategy because then the defender is going to be less aggressive moving forward. Well, That's that going to allow him to get to do more five moves. Minutes. It was 90 plus five. <laughs> so I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the Thiago Mendes foul. I'm talking about what you said. Where during the course of the entire game, Neymar was doing this. Okay. I never said that, actually. You said that Neymar before was doing this previously where he was going around. He got he gets in the zone where he's enticing contact with people. That's okay, literally Caesar, your words. Caesar, hold on, hold on, because you're already messing my words up. I wasn't saying in this match. I'm saying that's what he does. Okay, but the way you phrased it made it sound like this match, and I thought that because I didn't watch the match. So I thought you meant this match, and I think anybody listening would think that too. No, they wouldn't. Yes, they would. No, they wouldn't. <laughs> Okay, excellent counterpoint. So, um, yeah, well, I think that the the argument saying that he got ball is so sus on that play because it's like, okay, if I, if you're dribbling with your ball on your right side and I reach across your whole body with my legs scissor across your legs and I touch the ball, it doesn't matter that you get the ball either first. You went across the body. Going across the body is illegal. He literally went in to a native, a native, a fellow countryman. My dude, honestly, dude, I hope they revoke his passport. Oh, he can never go back. I hope he lose that sit too, because he's never gonna sniff a lick of minutes for Brazil in his damn life. I hope he plays like, like for Spain or France or something. Little sellout. Don't ever come around here hurting a fellow countryman. You go ahead and do that to Argentinians. You do that to Americans. You do that, especially Americans, what's going on. But don't you do that to a countryman. Sir. After you said Neymar has low football. But I, he can be dumb as bricks, but it doesn't mean I'm going to try to take his career out with ankle. That's grime. I'm not going to do that. Because what? you know what Thiago Mendes does at the end of the day in his family? They all put on that yellow shirt during the World Cup, and they start cheering. But guess what? You can look over and look at your son. He's the one that took him out. That's what it becomes. So I don't like I don't like those kind of fouls like that. It's the 95th minute, my guy. What are you doing? Like Bam said, it's 90 plus five. Then why are you doing that? Why are you going down like that? Okay, That's Caesar. the point that you didn't even make yourself. Okay. I'm you haven't made that point yourself. Caesar, You're talking Caesar. about the time period the injury happened. My guy, why are you hurting people like that at the end of the game? Okay, Caesar, can I just agree with you? I do think it was a foul. I do. I don't think that because he made that tackle and he may have gotten the ball, I don't think that makes it legal. I'm saying that Neymar has a tendency to not avoid contact. And as an athlete, just like you know, you know it just as well as I. Avoiding contact is part of your, like, when you have the ball, avoiding contact is part of your game. Like, it's not, like, I mean, maybe for somebody who don't really get it, and I'm not saying that's you, like, they might feel like, no, like, if he has the ball, like, you don't have to avoid contact. Look, absolutely not. When a player, like, and, and I know the exact situation Neymar's in. When you feel him going down, you get out of the way. 
he's literally just having this dude ride him for no reason. And it's only frustrating because he does it so often. And it's like, I know for a fact that Thomas Tuchel has no control over that team. If you or me were the coach of PSG, I'm grabbing Neymar, stop doing that. You can't be, you're 28, you ain't 19. You can't just be having people holding on you, fouling you just because it looks cool or it feels cool. You have to stop getting injured. So I, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's his fault necessarily. I'm, the, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's his fault, but it's also like, dog, like, you know what you're doing. Like you're not like you're you're good enough to avoid the contact. You understand to avoid contact. Somebody gotta be like, yo, dog, I get it. Like that's it looks cool when you bust a move on somebody in them times. But you have to think about not getting fouled all the time. Sometimes you're gonna get fouled because you're a baller, but you can't just be having people ride you for no reason. And then when you feel them leaving their feet, just stay there. It, It don't make no sense. But I, but I, I'm not gonna clown him for crying like you did, though, fellow countryman over here. I mean, First I mean are you clowning him for crying more than once? Maybe I are crying during group stage matches. You grown <laughs> yeah, up. There you go. I agree with that. <laughs> but I'm not. You're you're like you like in a way almost like like faulted Neymar for being hit getting the back by a tackle that was a scissor like tackle. It wasn't even the guy who went together on two legs and went down like. You can't be doing that, G. Like, especially to your own peoples. You can't be doing that. That's a terrorist attack. You're a cat. That's an attack of terrorism against your own people. I would never do that to my own people. Okay, it's because you're... Unless it was like, you know, Felipe Melo or something. He can get the sauce any day. I I throw hands on his whack ass any day of the week. He probably vote for Bolsonaro. Okay. As I said, like, three times when I was just talking, I'm not blaming Neymar. I'm, I'm, saying, I'm not saying it's his fault. I literally said that. I know. You say that it, he has a habit of doing that. It's just going to catch up to him even worse in the future. And I agree. I mean, if it was me, I would be telling him, like, you can't be doing that because you're not putting yourself at risk. You put the team at risk. So I don't really care what's more important to you. If you're more important to yourself, great. If the team's more important to you, great. But regardless, this is going to affect you on both ends. That's why I'm telling you. I'm telling you because no matter who you care more about, you're affecting it. Brazil national team, it affects them. So, like, I don't know what you care about, big dog. Or Spanish national team, I don't know what you got going on behind the scenes. It affects them. I don't know who cares more. The Basque County that affects you, whatever cares, dude. So, it's just about him. Like, it's part of his game. He's 28. I don't think he's really trying to change that. I have noticed that he was doing it a lot more. He used to do it way worse back in the day. The end end of Dunga era, like that end of Dunga era, Brazil, and like 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 not towards the end, but like end Barcelona, early PSG. He was doing it like a lot. And after he got like that the spree of PSG, we had like the ten goals, ten assists. He started doing it like crazy. I'm like, dog, you're like gonna die out here. And it's crazy. His stats are still bonkers. With all these injury time, this time he's missed injured. Imagine if he actually played; his numbers would have been bananas, dude. If he actually was playing forty-five games a year. And it's crazy because last year was the first time. I mean, obviously there was a big break, but last time was the first year he played through Champions League. And the last two times when he got injured, it was these same situations. And we've talked about it before. Like, I know that, I mean, I know, like, you're kind of joking with the countryman thing, but we've talked about it, like, when it's happened, and it's so frustrating because it's, like, it's unnecessary, dude. Like, you know what it reminds me of? This is what I was thinking of, actually. 
it reminds me of the running back in, in, in a, like in American football who is like, dog, just go out of bounds, dude. Yes, and stays in bounds for another down. And oh. not even a running back, a quarterback, because Neymar is like the quarterback. Yeah. You're going to be like, dude, you got to run out of bounds. Like, you might you might end up bucking the safety and you look cool, but, like, you could, you might buck him, but then you're going to mess your shoulder up, and we need you. How many times have you seen it where they try to get the extra yard and they fumble or something? We, it just happens so much, or an injury happens, or I'm, I can't remember. I know someone big that like tore like an ACL doing something like that. I forgot who it was. We just stated, or the coach didn't want to like pull this dude out. I'm like, dog, we all know these things are important. Like these little tweaks go a long way, and it's better be safe than sorry. The team is up one zero. You're in the middle of the field. You're losing. It. He wasn't even like in the process of kicking it off. He was just holding it up. It's just. It's just bad on all ends, especially on especially on Chuckman. It's really bad on there because your team is up, dog. Like you don't really got to be doing that. It's not like they yeah. were down and he was hungry for it. And Neymar was just playing around. If Neymar was playing around, they were up one zero and did that. Like, well, dog, like you you were messing with the dude, and like he got pissed. I'm not surprised. You guys are up one zero, Leon. Like, like it it was a little bit extra, but well, it just it sucks. Like, I don't think that Chuckman's tackle was malicious. I don't think it was. I think like, you know, he's he's trying, and it wasn't. It wasn't. I think it was like, responsible with the malicious. It, it, it was. A, it wasn't. It wasn't a good, clean tackle. But that also happens all the time. Um, but like, soccer players play revenge games on the field. Like they one hundred percent do that. Oh yeah. I I don't think that I could ever be like that. But they hella play revenge on the field. You foul somebody, somebody gonna come get you. Like, it happens the whole match. And <clears throat> he might have been taking revenge for the foul that Neymar had done, which was, like, very petulant. Just, like, pushing a dude when he has, like, like his back... Desilio's back was turned to Neymar, and Neymar pushed him into Anthony Lopez. And it was, like, like Anthony Lopez... It was, like, basically out of balance, too. It was really, like... like Whatever. Okay, you're turning it up. It is what it is. That's what players do. They gets it gets you know kind of feisty on the field, and players do fouls like that. Thiago Mendes might have been getting his revenge back for that. I don't know, but I do know that Neymar is too good to still be doing the same exact thing, where you're retaining the ball for no reason, and when you are just having contact on you just for no reason like come on dog like it's happened three times where you caught an injury off doing this i wish somebody had any kind of sway over him to be like if you take more than two steps with somebody in your back i'm gonna pull you out if you take more than two steps with the ball with somebody touching your back pass the goddamn ball (laughs) what are you doing yeah He's like the only player that does that. So, but every once in a while, he makes a magic out of it. Like every once in a while, he's, he, also, he's also he's only player does it. He's also the best one on one player yeah. in the world. So. Yeah, like it's every once in a while, but it's like uh, whatever. I, I don't want to keep going on. It's hard, but I, I get what you're saying though. Yeah, well, because you've agreed before, and you also said that Neymar has a low football IQ, which I disagree with. Actually, I mean, he definitely did that time period. It was rough out here. Oh, oh, so so you're taking your back now? No, I'm not. <laughs> I should find when your ass said it. If he wins a World Cup, I'll shut the hell up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, because they definitely won that Copa America without him. Yeah, I want the World Cup win, though. 
He was going for uh, uh, Peru so he's bad. part of the journey. He's part of one of the greatest qualifier runs ever, too, so calm down. Except when he beat Costa Rica, it was the greatest day of his life. But go ahead. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Imagine uh, like, all, these, all these dubs in South America, and you go play against Costa Rica in the World Cup, and you're crying. Oh, crap. Caesar, you're, who are you? I'm going to tell my kids about that. <laughs> They're going to be like, Dad, we don't care about Brazil. Don't take us there. I'm like, I don't blame you, honestly. <laughs> anyway, um, so I wanted to talk really fast because I feel like this is important. Um, not just about like obviously we talked about COVID a million times, and we've always we've been mentioning you know here and there when a player tests positive, but I want to talk about how like we've talked about how COVID has impacted the sport, and I feel like we haven't talked so much about how COVID like this actual virus excuse me, has affected players because we haven't really had too many stories, but I did come across an um, article about Kai Havertz, a uh, Chelsea player, just came from uh, Leverkusen, I want to say. Um, he talked about his actual experience when he got COVID and it was crazy. Um, he said he tested positive in November. He's 21 years old. He said he spent seven to 10 days in bed. He said everything was hurting. Um, he said um, he said it was like a very bad flu. So I think now I know it is very bad for people. He said before that, sometimes he thought, okay, it's not so bad. He's like, but now I get it. And I know for older people and, and people who had illnesses before it, it can be very bad. Um, he said it took him two or three, about two or three weeks to like get back fit. And he said like, um, he said, he was like, when you do nothing, for two and a half weeks and then you start training again you feel like you'd never played football before and he was like yeah it took me a long time to get back to 100 percent um and i feel like we haven't gotten too many stories about like players like when they've actually gotten sick when they've tested positive for covid usually stories like oh zlatan tested positive uh ronaldo tested positive and maybe they are asymptomatic but for sure some of these players have gotten sick too um yeah, I don't really know if it's in soccer, but I remember uh, I've heard about some other athletes getting it. Where one, like some of had organ failures and stuff like that. So there's been some really bad cases. I know those players that, like, I know one athlete had um, had tested positive, had organ failure, like kind of forgot the ability to walk a little bit. So he had to get like some physical therapy to teach himself how to walk a little bit again. Really weird, dude. Really weird stuff. And he has memory lapses. He like, he, like he apparently like can't remember like um, during physical therapy. They also did like mental physical therapy. People don't know about, but that they do that too. Um, that's almost like Trump statement. Ever people don't know about. Um, uh, but he, um, yeah, he had to like do like some training for like. They're like, okay, so yesterday we held up three numbers. Do you remember these cards? He'd be like, we did cards yesterday. I'm like, dude, that's crazy. Like not just like, oh, he didn't remember the numbers. Like he didn't even remember doing cards. And it was like, okay, like I have a bad memory, but like if you were doing a training, a physical training program, you remember. If you're doing five days a week, you remember the day before because you kind of recounted a little bit. But I was like, dude, that's crazy. So he had a real cut, and he's also a denier. I'm like, oh, God. Denier of what? Of, like, COVID kind of. He's like, oh, well, like, um, if masks are so good and all this, and why are we still locked down? I'm like, he's just. Who these fools you follow? I wish it took him out. Anyway, so (laughs) it's all good, though. It wasn't just his brain. It wasn't just his organs that failed. It was his brain, too. But, um, no, like, so – 
It's, it, I think it's very serious. I think one of the also uh, another big thing I think to highlight is that a lot of these athletes are doing a lot of traveling and they have to quarantine. And not only athletes, but people. I really think that the governments have done a really bad job of managing a lot of people's mental health issues when it comes to to lockdowns and quarantining. I think uh, you know not just claustrophobia. There's many phobias in there that affect people mentally a lot, but just the sense of like being having to remove yourself from society, shut down. And like being stuck inside the house, uh, stuck only getting one hour outside or whatever they're doing at somebody's hotels where you're quarantined. Um, you only get one hour outside. Hey, man, what does that sound like to you where you're stuck inside all day and you get one hour outside? The hole in prison. <laughs> yeah. And it's crazy. People are like, this sucks. Oh, so you must know how prison's like. And then you still have a nice bed and, and, and all kind of wonderful things you can do. You have internet access. Imagine these people, dude. So... Um, I'm, I wish the conversation was turning towards that. Hey, we had experience quarantining. It really opened up our eyes to how people who are locked inside four walls all day feel. Let's discuss this. That hasn't happened yet. And it's kind of bugging me a little bit. So I think that more, more should have been done for, for therapy, for just counselors, not even officials, just people to talk to maybe like certified, like they had, they did, they paid people to have contact tracing. Maybe with some of these assets, they could have done contact tracing where people can talk to them, see how they're doing, check up on them. Just, just check in anything because that's not really happening right now. And I think that they don't talk about that. The reason they want to skip by the COVID thing, it's like we find out Mbappe has COVID and then boom, two and a half weeks later, Mbappe's back. We don't hear about his journey. We don't hear about the, the, the measures they took to make sure he's healthy. We don't hear about I think there should be an open discourse on what people did during COVID to make themselves feel better. Cause sometimes people take holistic approaches Some people take medicine. It'd be great to hear this stuff. I think it'd be helpful for the public because this is something just affecting athletes. It's not just affecting French people. It's not affecting just American people. It's affecting the world. And I think we've got to all learn a lot from each other in this time rather than just, you know, being pretend it didn't happen. <laughs> Caesar and watching them AOC videos. <laughs> okay. It's not the case at all, no. I mean, six, 500 bucks a month for one check is ridiculous. By the way, I need more than that, please. Caesar and watching AOC, but she never um, said that. Prison Advocate C's over here. Can we name the episode Prison Advocate C's? Is <laughs> this a good name? That's a long ass title. Because this is Prison new. Advocate is C's is such a long title. This one's new out here. Okay. I mean, Prison Advocate seems like I'm, I'm pro prison. I don't know about that. <laughs> that's not the case. Like, I just want y- 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 please y'all listen. Don't don't give Caesar the actual power. Don't do it. <laughs> give yeah. City Council Caesar twenty twenty four. Don't play though. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, like I totally agree with everything you're saying. Um, and yeah, it would be nice. I mean, I, I understand on some level. Like you don't want to kind of continue to like maybe scared people in some regard to like how sick they were when they tested positive. Um, and maybe there are some things out there. I, it's not like I see everything that comes out. Yeah. But um, there's definitely like, when I was reading this, it was kind of like, wow, like you, there's like a perception. It's like, damn, these athletes test them positive and they just like, just getting tested until they test negative. Like they're, they're like, there's nothing wrong with them. <sighs> I think some people think they get a break or something, but like yeah. you're really underestimating how debilitating some of this stuff is. Like, yeah, dog, you don't, we're, you don't we're, want to wake up sick. It's yeah. not. It's like it's almost like they. It's almost like we're kind of. I don't want to say told, but we're made to seem like they're tested. They're testing positive and they're asymptomatic. 
Yes, yes. <laughs> you know, that's a great point. That's a great point. So I and 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 so for me, it was kind of shocking to me. I was like, oh damn! Like I was kind of thinking, like all these athletes were just fine, but they tested positive. You know what I mean? <laughs> like Ronaldo's sister. <laughs> she can get the hands too. Ooh. <laughs> uh, okay. She, she. What if she was like the thug in the family, like taking care of all the dirty girls? She might be the one. I would imagine. She's allowed to talk. Nobody's really telling her to shut up. I was like, damn. They, they even read Ronaldo. He didn't say that nothing. He just said she's passionate. And I was like, I don't know, dog. She might be the thug in your face. She might have some secrets on you, big dog. I almost said something crazy, but, you know, I'm saying RIP Ronaldo's brother. Only on the Patreon. <laughs> it's too, oh, no, wait. His brother's alive. His, yes, his brother's died. alive. His dad died. But his brother used to be on them grugs, though. His brother was de- definitely on dog food. Yeah, you can tell. <laughs> oh yeah, you look like a dog fooder. <laughs> look at you see you know, him on the same block. Uh, um, Rollo, uh, yeah, Rollo will walk. You see the same block as a. Uh, you probably uh, know Bass. Yeah, you see him and Bass on the same gas station hanging out. That'd you know, Caesar, Caesar, can you do a picture of Bass and Ronaldo's brother? That'd be great. I don't know. I do got an Android now. Maybe I can download that really good app I had for the for the <laughs> the, the face cutouts. I'm down. Um, <laughs> that's okay. horrible. And I'm gonna work on it. Go ahead. Let me let me relax. That's gonna be your cover picture. I'm so down. I'm like this. <laughs> okay, let me relax because this topic is serious. Um, okay. And we covered this before. Um, I went to go find it on episode 103. So that's literally um, 80 episodes ago Um, in April of 2019. We talked about the former Vancouver Whitecaps and Team Canada soccer coach who was like being um, accused of sexual abuse. Um, He's been officially charged at this point. He's been charged. His charges include six counts of sexual exploitation, two counts of sexual assault, and one count of child luring. Um, the offense is alleged to have occurred over a 20-year span between 1988 to 2008. Um, oh, yeah, I remember this woman, um, Sierra McCormick. We, we talked about her last time, too. Um, she said that it's obviously been a very long journey for a lot of us. There's still a part of me that's very upset about all the cover-ups. And we called that episode a culture of cover-up. Um, um, she's saying, yeah, there's still a part of me that's very upset about all the cover-ups that went on for years and allowed him to be on the field and all the, all the lives that were negatively impacted by him. Um, so it seems like, uh, damn, I guess there was like, uh, Vancouver Whitecaps fans were, uh, staging walkouts during some of the MLS games to protest, uh, the club's inactions towards him, Berarda, his name. Um, yeah, and I remember, yeah, see, I, I'm like reading this article, and I kind of remember, like, because he was still coaching girls soccer up until February of 2019, and we did the episode in April. Um, but hopefully, you know, there, justice will be served because there were a lot of people that came out against him. And, um, you know, obviously, here on We Made a Podcast, we've covered these like sexual abuse cases from so many teams um we covered it in EPL we covered it I think there was something in Atleti something in Argentina I want to say it was River Plate um 
obviously this one in Canada. Uh, there were some other ones too. You know, we've it's an important topic for us, so we like to cover it. And so it's nice that um, this episode, this instance that we covered in April of last year, is like finally being um, like kind of beginning to be dealt with. Yeah, I think that um, I think we've, on the show, one thing we can definitely be proud of, we've done a lot of discussions. Um, we don't let these stories go untold. We don't just bring light to main stuff. We've talked about from small clubs in England to all kinds of stories in the past of all these uh, players, athletes, uh, training staff, and people who have, have dealt with sexual abuse uh, uh, accusations, scandals, and charges that have gone unnoticed, and even players. We've held pa- players accountable uh, on the show. Most notably, uh, with the Ronaldo situation, um, which still seems to be picks up and drops down every once in a while. But on the show, someone who we publicly were very supportive over decided we weren't going to see in his name on the show because we weren't going to keep bringing light to pretend like it. victims always feel like they're not heard. And when you keep talking positive about people that they that they were that that caused them harm. That doesn't bring, doesn't help the situation. It's helping move past it. And we're trying to move past it on the show. We're trying to remember because that person that had to deal with that is remembering every day for the rest of their lives. So at least we can do is remember until some kind of legal justice is served, which is the only thing we can do as, as people in our position, as we can see from here. So it, it oh. really sucks. It's really disgusting this happens. It makes me feel sometimes that maybe the punitive uh, measures that go in place aren't aren't harmful enough but then just over the years like as as i've kind of grown i used to think that like the number one way to take care of people that do these things is just to be more aggressive punishment wise but i don't even know if that's the answer because there's no real data that shows that increasing punishments decreases the violence that's not really how it goes so i think there needs to be a real discussion a real a real uh some kind of vetting process or something we need to do to ensure that uh um, these these victims don't happen. I think the number one step to do, to do though, is like what happened to the girls' Olympic team. You need to listen to these girls. We need to talk to these people. Listen to these young boys and girls, these young kids in these programs. They need to be listened to. Yes, the, the cute thing to say in the past is kids lie all the time. True, kids make up stuff all the time about things. But when it comes to this, let's take this serious. Because if it's taken seriously, they won't joke about it. If it's taken to another level... They, they'll be serious. It's important to listen first. I'd rather listen to a false flag than to ignore it. That's just how it is. I, I think it's very important to go go about that approach first. Um, after the after we're done with the show, please remind me to tell you this uh, documentary documentary I watched. Um, but um, yeah, and one thing I forgot, we also covered that documentary about the women's Olympics, Olympic, uh, the women's gymnastics, and uh, yes, that demon, uh, Larry Nasser. One of the, one of the most upsetting YouTube videos of a court case in history. Like that, that court case is like so hard to watch. It's like it makes me uncomfortable on so many levels. I almost tear up every time. Caesar, I told you, I was like Caesar. I'm gonna keep it real. You cannot watch this documentary. <laughs> like it's, I'm like, I think I, I put having, like, I'm be honest, I put like seven minutes in on Netflix. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. I was like, Caesar, I was having some trouble at some points. Like, you don't want to do this to yourself. Trust me, dog. <laughs> Even the YouTube clips shake me a little bit. When someone brings it back up, I'm like, why are you guys showing this again? You're trying to kill me, dude. Yeah, <laughs> no, nah, it was it hurts a lot. my heart so much. I couldn't, I couldn't survive after that happened to my old child. I literally couldn't live. And <laughs> hey, let's not go there. Um, <laughs> okay, so. 
Yeah, hopefully he's charged and wh whatever happens, happens with that. I don't know, like the Canadian legal system like that. But um, I'm glad that there's something moving, moving forward in that situation. Okay, Caesar. Obviously, there's always rumors, always transfer rumors. They never, they never cease. But the big rumor going on right now, big forehead bam, is, I mean, we'll oh see. Oh, my God, so slow. Just go. Yo, rambling ass, don't you ever. Anyway, um, the, the question of, okay, one, the, the, one of the presidential candidates for Barcelona said that Messi's salary is unsustainable for Barcelona. He said that. He said it's unsustainable. So it's looking like potentially he's going to be leaving in the summer. Now, the big two names are City and PSG. PSG is kind of like, okay, we can sell Mbappe to Real Madrid and then we can afford Messi. City has Pep Guardiola and Hella Bread. Um, so what do you see is, is I mean, and obviously they, they have some good players they could sell too. Um, what, what do you see is more likely in this situation? I think if Messi cares about like winning for real, I think he'd go to Man City. If he cares about like leaving, I guess like being able to do like not really a, like a kind of a career, like mini resurgence before it's over. Like, he could get two – if he gave two solid years in a Man City system, there's so much talent there and players and just his style that he loves, that it would be great for him there. It would be great. Might not like the weather, but it would be great for him over there in terms of the, 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 the best situation on the field everything. But if he's trying to have a good time, make, it, make some extra cash, um, uh, uh, and, and just feel young even though he's not um, – PSG's the move. Um, and also just be if he really values that Neymar best friendship. Um, that Neymar did do that that cryptic message on Instagram talking about see you soon, bro. Wink wink. I was like, hey man, calm down now. Do you show him the WhatsApps also? Anyway, so uh when he when he uh, I think that um uh, we should make that the episode that episode we did back in Asia just been like a WhatsApp message picture. <laughs> Not the pictures, great. not the pictures. No, 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 no. I mean, we wouldn't be at 183 for that. So <laughs> we'd be definitely finished. Um, no, I think that – I think he's going to go to PSG just based on that. I mean, I don't have – I have as much info as Mark and AS does. Like, I don't know what they see, but I have just as much as info as they do. I'm looking at Instagram posts. It might happen. Um, but if I'm advising him, if I'm – if me and you are both today on this episode right now segment – are being Messi's agent, and he pretends to listen to us. Then we go. We're gonna go Man City, big dog. We're trying. To, we're trying to get. We're trying to get access to an English market. We're trying to get you uh, uh, some more. More uh, a team that's better equipped to tell. Uh, better has better alloc allocates money better for more players. Uh, has a better setup. Has a style that your big issue over the years is that the game has not been played the way you enjoy it on the field, right? I have no effing idea what you're going to be playing at PSG. God 
knows. You're going to be going to PSG. I don't know what the hell is going to be going on the field for your coaches. I don't know what's going to happen out there. That's a no man's land, but your best buddy's there. Man City, we know who's going to be there. We know relatively they keep they retain a lot of players, might retain a lot of them again. Maybe they'll get rid of Bernardino. Maybe they'll get rid of uh, somebody. But you might have the other greatest player in the world, Raheem Dream Sterling. And you have Gabriel Jesus, who's kind of like just per- perfect, just be right there to kick the ball in the goal. He's just right there. Um, uh, so I think it's a good setup. Um, yeah. Um, I feel you. I, I honestly here, – here's, here's where I'm at. I don't like Pep Guardiola's style. I feel like it might be getting kind of stale, and I don't think Messi is like the reason. I don't think Messi would be the the spark to make it get like rejuvenated. And this is this is a bit of speculation, and you can kind of confirm this for me or not. And I feel like maybe you have in the past, but like I, I feel like you've said this before. I don't necessarily think it was Messi that was having like the tiki, like doing the tiki taka, like making that style what it was. I feel like it was more Iniesta, Xavi, more of those guys than it was, huh? And Busquets. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's like Messi is an individual brilliant player, but as far as like getting that going, like you don't really need Messi for that. I do feel like the better move for him would be PSG. Um, and I don't know, like, what they'll, they'll win the league for sure. Um, I don't know who's going to be there necessarily outside of Neymar. I think it'd be good for him in the sense that, like, there's less pressure. I don't think Messi does well with pressure. I think that the entire EPL is going to be eating off of him and trying to prove something. Like, yeah, like, like they're, they're all like their pride. Like, oh, you was doing all that over there. (laughs) That's a great point. I think France would be more of like a better move in terms of like respect for him. Like I, 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 France gets kind of gutted a little bit about stuff, but I can see him. They, I can see them having like this, like, oh, like, oh, the legends here. They'll probably make a really dope goodbye for him too. When he dips like the Beckham video where he's crying. Oh, so cute. So it, it would be like that move. I think is smarter. They're just I think they're better with that stuff. They're better with logistics when it comes to that stuff. They seem to have a better. They're more in tune to like a different generation than like EPL. EPL is so big across everybody, but it like like I think France does a good job of like hitting a niche. You know, like a niche spot. So I think it's kind of cool what they do out there. Um, then you get to rock the Uber Eats. You know, it's all good. But uh, no, I, I and I, and going back to your first point, my bad is you said. I, I kind of agree with you because I do remember that 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 2007 whatever nine I forget what year that was. Jeez, uh, feels like ages ago. Uh, Pep Guardiola with hair scheme they had was and in skinny pants was 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 literally ran by Xavi and, and Iniesta. Iniesta were the were the masterminds. I mean, that's like it's like they basically had two Modric's out there on the field just running around and just so lucky to have that. I mean, the, the, the heavens opened up for them. And what has Barcelona been since they left? Pretty bland. Um, so, I mean, I even watched a random highlight you, uh, the other day of a Japanese league. And yes, it's still out here doing some beautiful passes. I'm like, God damn, shit, bring it back on loan. And, and, and like, I feel like if it was messy, they would have been able to still do it. You know I'll mean? say this. 
it's all dependent on the ratio of Messi we're getting based upon that time period to now. Yes, that that Pep Guardiola Messi probably peak prime almost like youngest knees you could have. Um, and in that system where he's around other captains and other leaders, they probably brought the best out of him. He bought in, followed the pull, and he looked ridiculous. It was just like it wasn't fair. The video games couldn't even recreate that. It was so insane how it was over there. Now, you bring this Messi to Man City. I don't know. Man City, think about this. As any kind of relationship, even me and you, if we didn't see each other for many years, stay close, and then we start working together years later, who knows how our approach is work-wise, like, especially after a journey's been there. Messi's been through so much. I mean, flip-flopping all day, and retiring and retiring. He's been through so much. And Pep. Since when Pep met him, I'm sure Pep had a different approach with him. It might be eye-to-eye now before it was like, teacher student like it might be eye to eye now i don't know what Messi's approach is but based on our, the carousel of coaches i don't think there's a lot of people he sees as like a mentor anymore it's kind of over like it's a lot of people just eye to eye to him probably now which makes sense because he's i mean like what the hell are you gonna teach him <laughs> no absolutely it's about you're not even trying to teach him you're trying to make him buy into the system like hey this is what i got and if you did this and this it'll work great and it's up to him to be like i don't want to do it <laughs> yeah, I mean, she might. He'd be like, "I'm gonna go all the way to the midfield again. I don't care about your tiki taka. I'm gonna run with the ball, not pass it, and I'm gonna do what I want, dude. I'm gonna drag it from the midline to the end. No one does that on your team, and I'm gonna do it. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, if Messi, no one does that on no. Man City. Nobody, no. They move that ball around great. They do not do that. Yeah, because that's bad tactics. That's why. (laughs) It's slower. It looks great for Instagram highlight, but only when you make it every five games. No, we need need something every game. Can you imagine? Like, if if I'm, like, the coach and we was, like, yeah, okay, this is what we're doing, and I see the play – like, I see Messi do it once, I'd be, like, okay, whatever, twice, all right. He does it three times in the game. I'm I'm literally ripping my jacket. I, I'm gonna look at the the the, the president and be like, "This is your fault. Like, <laughs> you brought this man here, and now look what he's doing on my team. He's doing whatever he wants. Like, like <laughs> don't, I, like don't play with me. Like, don't do not fire me. I'll get a new job. I'm out, dog. I'm like, out. Don't, like, if I'm telling you what to do, don't be doing your own damn thing. That's, that's the worst thing ever. Is when you sit. Imagine he had. Imagine like Pep had a whole off season. They're looking at tape. They're doing drills. Okay, so here we get it. One touch, boom. What touch, boom. First game, three, four, five, six touch, boom. Like, oh, my God. We did a whole four months, man. No COVID. And you still did this. <laughs> yeah, I think, like, Messi, especially, yeah, like, Pep Guardiola. A, a good Swans on team would definitely be PSG. I agree. Yeah, and, and Pep Guardiola wants his tactics to be done for better or worse. And I can respect that. Messi, I don't think, like, Messi's really, like, into that anymore. Like, you need younger players to, like, kind of, uh, brainwash Messi go to PSG like Barcelona ain't too much different than Paris like you'll be fine Nancy that, that, that's cutthroat dog like they don't play out there like they're gonna have a target on your back totally. guys out there trying to make a name for themselves in that league because they want to be part of the banter on at the, in the weekend they want to be part of the, the 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 news around the mill about oh hey I took this dude out and 
There's guys that take a lot of pride in that EPL. They want to be that uh, folklore. But yeah, that guy said, remember that time we took a message? They like that out there. They enjoy oh, that. They remember that in the pub. In the that's, pub? The, that's what I'm saying. They want to be part of that dude. They want to be that guy. Like, yeah. You remember Harry Winks' brother, Jim Winks? He was trash, but he did take out Messi for eight months. That was a good move right there. We got that win. Like, for sure. Like, literally the dude on Burnley. Like, yeah. He's going to play some Open Cup match against Sheffield United. He's going to get decimated, dog. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah, do not do it. Put some mouth. Don't do it, man. It's going to be bad. Go to France. And, yeah, you're going to catch some hard fouls in France, too. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but in France, like, first of all, like, the, 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 the his own teammates will turn. Uh, uh, they they're gonna make it a song. It's like it just becomes a whole like like I said. It's it's a different kind of vibe out there. I think. Yeah. And like I think the culture is like just gonna work out better for him. And I think they have a better appreciation of like like what they see on the field to the talent art. I think it's just gonna resonate nicely. And uh, maybe maybe Dean Maria told him like dog. You know I tried that man you thing and it ain't really for you. Be like I'm I'm be real with you dog. I, that's why I went to PSG and it's been a, a, a career turner of a century. <laughs> And, and, and I also think they made it out like he was dead, dead knees. Like he was hot garbage. Ramadel Falcon. They made it out like he was hot garbage. Everybody that goes that way, and you're even if and if you're suspiciously from the Americas, you go that way. It don't work out for you. Suddenly you're dead in the water. But then, so you go to France or you go to whatever, it works out a little better for you. And also, I think Neymar would like some of the pressure taken off of himself too. Yeah, and, and 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 I can understand that for him. It's like, you know, this the way he's playing. It's a, it's a, and I'm not even talking about like that part no, I was no, complaining no. about earlier. It's just he has to do so much, and he's got to take them free kicks, and he's got to take them penalties. It's like, dog, like I need somebody else here that can kind of shoulder some of that. And it's the perfect player to 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 be. It's the guy who maintains possession on the opposite side of the field. So it's what it what conducive. Like we talked about the show, the, the the work between him and Mbappe, great. They have a system figured out. They work it out great. They do their thing. But optimal-wise, optimal, because they haven't got a dub yet in the Champions League. The, the most premium they could do in terms of not just the club, for the club, but just for the Neymar 2 and everybody, it would just be great for them being like that on that side, those two guys. The, the, I don't know what jersey they're going to do, whatever the hell Neymar's going to give that 10 maybe. Who knows? But... Yeah, we'll see. Uh, who's gonna get that ten though? Oh, Neymar, Neymar, will cook it up. Neymar give Neymar. If Neymar, I was gonna say some wild word right now. I just caught myself. Never mind. All right, episode one eighty three. <laughs> we made a podcast. Make sure you're subscribed. You know this is the best show ever. If you just listen to this whole thing, you already know you never listened to another show where it was this good, except for the part where we we're trying to show the uh, Barcelona highlight. <laughs> anyway uh make sure you subscribe and make sure you subscribe to we made it seas on youtube make sure you subscribe to we made it podcast on youtube and uh yeah and yeah you know say so when you see that go on youtube you can see that logo that g2 you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so he got no z in his name okay a uh, c's that's right there in the sh- thing man you don't got bam in your name either Anyway, so let's subscribe to your boy. Um, back streaming tonight after this has been two weeks. I had fake coronavirus, uh, but I'm back now. Yeah, holler. <laughs>